right now, we are at a point in this country, which, by the way, is not a country. We live in the United Corporations of America, as you know. We are at a point, you know the death toll. I just told you over 2,000 people so far dead today. Probably going to hit another day of nearly 3,000 people dead because of coronavirus. And we are literally, they can't even pass a horrendous sandwich of $900 billion, which I went through yesterday. This is a ridiculous, absurd, pathetic amount of money in an economic catastrophe. They are offering $900 billion, which is $300 a week unemployment. If you're lucky, you will get that unemployment promptly. I mean, the $600 a week, it was a bureaucratic nightmare for most people to get that money. I know people that it took weeks, if not months, to get that unemployment. Then they are, oh, being so charitable to offer potentially a $600 check. What are you going to do with $600? Are you kidding me? People have been unemployed for months. $600 check? That is a Band-Aid for a gaping gunshot wound. So what you have here, what you have here is there's only two senators, two senators. A Republican, Josh Halley, who's probably trying to angle to run for president in 2024. And Bernie Sanders fighting for even a $1,200 check, which, let me be clear, $1,200 is also a joke. The original coronavirus bill, which you know, you've seen it, was the great bank robbery. Trump, McConnell, they looted the Treasury. They sold, they, they sold you on the CARES Act, which was literally a $4 trillion blowjob, excuse my French, to corporate America. They sprinkled in some relief for working people, $600 a week unemployment, $1,200 check. But the main core of this CARES Act was $4 trillion unaccountable money to multi-billion dollar corporate conglomerates that did not need the money. And Pelosi agreed to it. Biden as a candidate agreed to it. The Democrats agreed to it. We got nothing long-term for it, and they allowed it to expire in July so now the government funding bill is running up, is run out. If they don't reach a deal today on government funding, the government's going to shut down during a pandemic. At the same time, a lot of the provisions of the CARES Act, which already expired in July, more expire now towards the end of the year, including the eviction moratorium and other provisions. So we are being sold. We got to accept this $900 billion stopgap. A $900 billion stopgap. They're, they're framing it, and I told you this yesterday, as a $900 billion emergency stopgap to get us over till President Biden comes in and he'll give us more. So today, Senator Josh Howley, a Republican, credit where credit is due, who's been working with Bernie Sanders took to the floor for an up-and-down vote, an up-or-down vote on a $1,200 check. Standalone, $1,200 check, which, again, to be clear, 
is not enough. I'm not cheering for a $1,200 check. For most people, that might give them like an ounce of relief, but not, not anywhere near what they need in this epi- cat- economic catastrophe. Bernie, obviously, and Holly have been working together. Oh, where's Elizabeth Warren? I don't hear her saying a goddamn word. She ain't fighting for a $1,200 check. She's still licking her wounds. She sold out. She sold Bernie down the river in 2016 and 2020. And she can't even get a parking pass in the Biden administration, much less a position. So Holly put forward $1,200 check straight up. Let's see what Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin had to say about that. Senator Sanders is, the senator from Vermont is talking about we need the $600 plus up for the unemployed because of the suffering. President Obama with Speaker Pelosi and Majority Leader Reid with filibuster-proof Senate, they provided a $25 per week plus up to state unemployment when they had total control. Now they're demanding 600. I know that's not part of what the Senator for Vermont is asking for in terms of a unanimous consent request. I thought it's just somewhat noteworthy. So again, Madam President, I'm not heartless. I want to help people. I voted to help people. I voted for the $2.2 trillion CARES Act, but I also am concerned about our children's future and the fact that we are mortgaging it. We do not have an unlimited checking account. We have to be concerned about these things. Oh, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, my children's future. I'm Senator Ron Johnson. I represent the United Corporations of America, and I'm deeply concerned about our children's future. And oh, by the way, you know how much I'm worth, Ron Johnson? 39 million dollars this asshole he's worth 39 million dollars and my numbers might be off that's from 2018 according to open secrets this man 39 million dollars talking like he's doing us some type of favor by passing a $2.2 trillion stimulus during an unprecedented pandemic. And now he's so worried about our children's future. Oh, the children. The Republicans, they love talking about the children. They don't give a flying fuck about the children if it means $1.5 trillion in tax breaks for them, their donors, corporations, which Trump passed. They don't give a flying about the children and it's giving a you know, blank check to the military to go bomb and behead and destroy and kill Muslims and brown people around the world. That we could afford. They certainly don't care about the children when they're giving blank checks for subsidies to Goldman Sachs and the fossil workers and big pharma and big real estate and Silicon Valley. Oh, the children, the children, the children. But, but, when 1.4 1.4 million Americans filed new unemployment claims last week, highest level in weeks. When over 20 million people are on unemployment as we head into the holidays. This is from yesterday, over 20 million people on unemployment. 
the new numbers came out, eight, over 8 million more people are now in poverty because of coronavirus. And this asshole, and by the way, it's not just him, they're all rich. Republicans are rich, Democrats are rich, we got millionaires in, in Congress and in the Senate making decisions for us. He's worth $39 million, and if I had time, I would look into how he made that money, but I'm going to take a guess it was not because he worked so hard. I'm sure there's a lot of corruption in there. And if you're from Wisconsin in the Super Chat, feel free to let us know about the kind senator. So let's hear what else uh, Mr. Johnson had to say about, you know, saving the children's future. My complaint about the senator for, for, from Vermont's bill, and quite honestly, the bipartisan effort, we have $600 billion unspent, unobligated. Let's work long and hard. Let's look at economic data. Let's target it properly. Let's not just shotgun it out to the economy again, wasting tens if not hundreds of billions of dollars. Let's focus on that. Let's pretend it's like real money, like it's our money, and spend it well. So I need somebody worth nearly $40 million to tell me and you how to spend our money? I don't care how you think, how you Ron Johnson, think our money should be spent. I am fortunate. My wife and I are fortunate. We're not on those bread lines in Texas and elsewhere. Okay? There are food lines all over this country. I know people in Flint and elsewhere that I have covered in deep, deep shit right now, economically, facing homelessness. This person, and it's not just Ron Johnson, but I'm just going to have a good time and go off on him. Let's get back. Thank you, Colin, for this graphic. This asshole, and by the way, it ain't just him. Diane Feinstein, and you know, she's worth a gazillion dollars. Mark Warner, who was attacking Bernie, he's worth over $200 million. It is sociopath after sociopath. Not only do we need term limits, we need a cap on how much money our representatives can be worth. And if you're over a certain cap, I don't want you in the halls of Congress. But who the hell is Ron Johnson, who, by the way, blocked Senator Josh Hawley and Bernie Sanders' standalone bill for that a $1,200 check, which, by the way, again, is not enough, but it's better than the shit they're serving up right now. He blocked it, citing our children's future. Who are you, sir, to decide how our money should be spent? Your constituents in Wisconsin and an overwhelming amount of polls say people all over the country, including Wisconsin, overwhelmingly support more money in stimulus, more unemployment, more direct payment. And you're going to give me the birds and the bees about the debt and the deficit? Well, you didn't give a goddamn about the debt and the deficit when it came to a $1.5 trillion tax cut for your donors and for corporate America from Trump. You don't care about the debt when it comes to endless war, 20 years in Afghanistan next year. We're, we're funneling money to Saudi Arabia so they could commit genocide in Yemen. Ugh, the, all the money we spent and, and funneled to Raytheon and, and Lockheed Martin and Pfizer, and ExxonMobil, and Goldman Sachs, they all get subsidies from the United Corporations of America. 
We don't care about our children's future for those expenditures. Mortgage our children's future by another three or four hundred billion dollars. We don't need to do that. We can alleviate suffering. We can help our fellow Americans. We could have done it in September, but the good Senator for Vermont and all of his colleagues on the Democrat side simply won't take yes for an answer. And my guess is they're taking that same stance today. So, Madam President, I object. Objection is heard. Senator from Vermont. Senator from Wisconsin talks about Democrats not taking yes for an answer. So let me tell you what we did not take for an answer. We did not take for an answer the Republican bill, which did not have a nickel for unemployment benefits. We did not take yes for an answer for a bill that did not have a nickel for direct payments. Senator from Wisconsin talks about the deficit. Yet the senator from Wisconsin voted for over a trillion dollars in tax breaks for billionaires and large profitable corporations. That's okay. Senator from Wisconsin voted for a bloated military budget, $740 billion. That's okay. Senator from Wisconsin supports hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars in corporate welfare. Well, a senator from Wisconsin threw out some numbers. Let me throw out some other numbers. Half of the people in this country are living paycheck to paycheck. Millions of workers are trying to survive on starvation wages of 10 or 12 bucks an hour. 90 million people are uninsured or underinsured, can't afford to go to a doctor. 19 million families spending half of their limited incomes on housing. Madam President, today we have the most severe hunger crisis in America that we have had in decades. Children in this country are going hungry, while a half a million people are homeless, and many millions more fear eviction. Today, as a result of the pandemic, not only do we have the worst health care crisis in 100 years, but the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. So, Madam President, I say to my colleague from Wisconsin, yeah, I will not support proposals that do not provide a nickel in unemployment benefits, not a nickel in direct relief to tens of millions of low-income and middle-income families. So, Madam President, I would hope very much that this Congress appreciates the pain that is out there, and that instead of worrying about tax breaks for billionaires or corporate welfare, let's pay attention to the needs of working families and let us pass legislation which includes $1,200 direct payment to working class families, as we did in the Kazakh, 500 bucks to their kids, and certainly not taking a nickel away 
from unemployment and the other important provisions that are currently being negotiated. So listen, I've criticized Bernie during the primary. I've criticized him after the primary. I think he was weak. I think he was naive. But for the people, these extremists, and I'm, by the way, I said it to Jimmy's face. I don't agree with you. For the people calling this man a sellout, a coward, feckless, shut the f*** up. Who the f*** are you? You don't have to agree with him on everything. This man has been fighting for you for 40 years. A sellout. Yeah, because he single-handedly couldn't overthrow the United Corporations of America? I don't agree with him on everything. I think he is naive. And frankly, I, not that he's watching, would like Bernie with Josh Hawley to shut down the goddamn government if they have to tonight. The funding bill for the government is up today. If they don't, if they don't come to an agreement, the government will run out of money. Now is the time to fight. I want to make, make sure you understand what's going on here. Joe Biden, the Democratic Party, all of them, they are lying to you. Glasses off. They are lying to you. You could see my bags under my eyes. If this $900 billion bill, which is a joke, it's half a Band-Aid for a gaping gunshot wound. This would be the equivalent economically, economically of your village being bombed. Okay? Your village has been bombed. That's what the economy is right now. And the relief is them dropping Band-Aids with helicopters as everybody's bleeding out. $300 a week unemployment? I don't want to hear, oh, it's better than nothing. No. $300 a week will not do it. And by the way, the other countries, the other civilized countries don't do unemployment systems like we do because it's a bureaucratic nightmare. And you're not going to get that $300 immediately a week. You know if you've been unemployment. Is it seamless? Do you get the money right away? So $300 a week, uh uh-uh, not enough. What they're talking about right now is a $600 check. The economy has gotten worse since March and April when you got a $1,200 check, which was also not enough. Now you're talking about a $600 check? Well, I understand the devil's advocate. Well, Jordan, it's better than nothing. Well, if we continue to accept this, well, it's better than nothing paradigm, we're going to be getting crumbs till we're all dead and long after we're dead. $600, if you've been unemployed for months, what's that going to do? Maybe it will, if you're, you know, rate, you know, something's wrong with your car, it could help pay that. You got a couple utility bills. It's not going to cover your rent. It's not going to cover your mortgage. It's not going to cover whatever bills that have been piling up while you're unemployed. The $600 will go back into the economy. Yeah, $600 technically is better than nothing. The point is, if people are bleeding out economically, $600 is not going to save them. It might give a little spark, 
to the economy, but it's not going to save you if you are economically bleeding. Neither will $1,200, by the way. It's a slap in the face, $600. And by the way, by the way, they are talking and this ridiculous framing that, well, if we do any more, if we, if, if we give Bernie and Senator Josh Hawley what they want and give them, get, go up to $1,200, then we're going to have to shrink the amount, of, the amount of weeks for unemployment or shrink the amount that people get in unemployment. No, you don't. This is a false paradigm. This is a false choice. We have the money for all of this. It's called modern monetary theory. I've had Steve Grumbine on many times. Uh, Stephanie Kelton talks about it. We have the money for this. When you're in an economic crisis and a looming Great Depression, you don't check the balance sheet to make sure, oh, you don't increase the debt enough. We, we, We don't ask these questions when we go to the Iraq war, we don't ask these questions 20 years in Afghanistan. We don't ask these questions for increasing the military budget to $752 billion last year. I agree. Flashy Brown, only getting $1,200 a month ago, month was a slap in the face. $600 is getting pimp slapped. I like that. By the way, Canada is giving its citizens $500 a week. That's 2000 a month. Europe, the, the government is simply covering the payrolls. People aren't unemployment. They're not on unemployment. They're still employed, and the government is just covering the payrolls. You want to know why? Because in other countries, there's corruption. Yes, not like the United Corporations of America. They actually care about possibly providing for their citizens during a deadly pandemic. And we have Ron Johnson worth $39 million, which is, by the way, pennies compared to some of these other senators. I think Kelly Loeffler running in Georgia right now worth a hell of a lot more. Lecturing us about, well, we we don't want to, you know, strangle the children. Children, children's future? Who the f*** is going to be alive to even procreate? Who, how are we going to have a next generation if the current generation is bleeding out? Am I being too dramatic, folks? Your children's future? Uh, my wife and I, we just got married. There's the ring. Okay? Usually, you know, you're married for a little bit, then you have a baby, right? We're fortunate that we're not on the bread lines right now. But for those that are, are you going to start procreating when you don't know? When you don't know if you're going to have a house, a roof over your head in two months? If you haven't had a job in months? If you agree to this now, in what world is Joe Biden coming in as president after $900 billion just passed and he's going to be able to pass a better stimulus? Let's just look at what has happened in March or April, I forget. They passed the $2 trillion bank robbery known as the CARES Act. They haven't been able to pass anything since then. So that was 
April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. That was nine months ago. If, if, if you agree, if, if this goes through, this pathetic emergency bill, the Republicans aren't going to give Joe Biden any votes. They're going to say, we've already given you $2.9 trillion, $2 trillion in the CARES Act, and another $900 billion in whatever this act is going to be called. All of a sudden, the Republicans who will be, there will be a Democrat president, they're going to start caring about the debt. This is what happens when, a, when Republicans are in power. They don't give a flying fuck about the debt. When they're back in the minority, oh, my God, house on fire, the debt, the debt, the debt, our children's future. They're not going to vote. They're not going to give any votes. Maybe Mitt Romney. They're not going to give any more votes for additional stimulus. What they're going to do is they're going to kick and scream. They're not giving Biden any votes. Biden's not going to be able to pass anything extra. The Republicans are going to sit back, watch the economy tank, blame it on the Democrats, and then the Democrats are going to get wiped out in the 2022 midterms. Bookmark this video. That's what's going to happen, folks. So if you allow or agree to this sandwich, and I understand what you're saying. Let's, let's say, for argument's sake, devil's advocate, okay? If you're unemployed right now, you might say to Jordan, well, Jordan, I agree with you, but I'll, I'll take the $300 a week, even though I'm not going to get it right away. You're lucky if you get it in a few weeks with this bureaucratic nightmare, nightmare that is the state unemployment system. But Jordan, $300 is better than nothing. But Jordan, a $600 check is better than nothing. Well, I understand, and I'm not the one unemployed. I understand that. But the point is, we have to get out of this endless complacency. We have to get out of this endless cycle of being content with nothing. We have to get out of this endless cycle of allowing them to gaslight us that nothing more is possible. And if you keep accepting crumbs, eventually you're going to go hungry and die. Crumbs isn't enough to sustain a life. So I hope Bernie Sanders, in that 79-year-old body, and keep that mask on, has enough, as the Jew, as my grandma, may she rest in peace, would say, chutzpah, with Josh Hawley, who I don't know anything about him. He's a Republican. I'm sure he's corrupt. But on this, I agree. At least he's on the right side of this. They should say, we are not going to vote to keep the government open. We will vote to close down the government, to shut down the government. We will block the continuing resolution for the government unless we get a $1,200 check and, frankly, more in unemployment. And I want to be extremely clear with you. I want to be abundantly clear. I'm not okay with the $1,200 check either. I think that's a joke. I think, frankly, when the vaccine is widely distributed, I think we need a general strike in this country. I think we need an economic boycott. Everybody's having a big pissing match on the Internet. Jimmy Dore versus AOC versus David Sirota versus this versus that about a floor vote on Medicare for All. I gave my opinion yesterday. I lost like 100 subscribers because I dared to disagree with Jimmy on something. I, I agree with Jimmy on the actual thing. I agree with them on, on not voting for Pelosi and withholding your vote 
for Pelosi to demand a Medicare for all vote. But I lost 100 subscribers because I had the gall not to bow down to the God that is Jimmy Dore, who, by the way, is my friend and I like, and say, hey, if your goal is to actually pressure AOC and the progressives to do what you want them to do, maybe you should stop calling them frauds, sellouts, phonies, this, that. Because typically, when you call people Lucifer, it makes them not want to do what you want them to do. I'm just speaking out loud here. (laughs) But apparently, just saying, yes, I agree with them on the merits, and I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Pressure them. I've been tweeting critical things at AOC. But there's a difference between criticizing and doing a pressure campaign and then crossing the line into vitriol. And, you know, and then people were like, Jordan, stop with the, you know, stop with the tone police. Do you all here? Here's the thing. Are you all the people that unsubscribed and are mad that I said I think Jimmy's the way he's going about it is wrong? Are you more interested in having an angry group therapy on YouTube and hearing someone rant and rave and scream and cheering that on? Or do you want to win? Because if you want to have an angry group therapy and call every politician that doesn't agree with you 1,000% cowards and sellouts and this and that, fine. If, If your goal is to just feel good and have an angry group therapy session, then that's the way to go. So I agree with the idea. I don't agree with the way he's going at them. I think you could pressure them. I think you could uh, demand answers without dropping F-bombs and calling them, you know, degenerates, basically. That's my opinion. Whatever. In an early indication of which ideological faction of the Democratic Party will control the policy agenda in the upcoming Congress, a House body tasked with deciding committee assignments overwhelmingly voted Thursday to deny progressive Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez a spot on the powerful Energy and Commerce Committee, Um, instead handing the seat to centrist Congresswoman Kathleen Rice. The landslide 46-13 to vote in favor of Rice by the House Steering and Policy Committee, which is chaired by House Speaker Pelosi, was viewed as establishment backlash against AOC, over her willingness to publicly break with the party brass on key policy matters and criticize Pelosi's leadership, as she did in an interview with The Intercept released this week. But Ocasio-Cortez, a supporter of the Green New Deal and Medicare for All, did receive significant support from the New York congressional delegation in her push for the coveted slot on energy and commerce, which has jurisdiction over a broad array, a broad array of policy areas, including climate and public, public health. House Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler, dean of the New York delegation, signed a letter in support of Ocasio-Cortez, as did more than a dozen other members. So what this means is they basically wouldn't give her the slot on the committee because she has dared to support primary challengers to Democrats, because she has dared to speak out against Empress Pelosi, Queen Pelosi, So that's what happens when you, even if you mildly rock the boat. So if they're going to backbench you for mildly rocking the boat, if they're not going to give you committee committee seats because you dare speak out against their policies of neoliberalism, 
because you speak out against Pelosi, then why don't you go all the way? There's, there's, there's only two choices here. Sell out and work within the system, and then you'll get your committee assignments by not speaking out against Pelosi, by not endorsing primary challengers. Then they'll give you what you want. And on the other end, if you mildly criticize, if you do support primary challengers, they're not giving you a sh- they're not going to give you committee assignments. They're not going to allow you to have a say in legislation. So, if that's the case, why don't you go all the way with the numbers we do have? Go all the way. We have the numbers. Again, I failed math in 11th grade. We currently have the numbers. If these seven people, with all due respect, get some cojones, I mean, stop thinking about whether you'll be moved to the back, not get committee assignments. You know who didn't think that way? The Tea Party. And they got whatever the hell they want because they used their numbers to shut down. They took political hostages. I'm not saying be a bunch of racist animals like the Tea Party. We're not like them politically and ideologically. But if you have the numbers, which more and more we do, I just showed you, why not use it? We don't have 10 years 